0: Live from Ogasawara, this is the Monster Island Film Vault, bonus episode four, interview with Ben Chaffins. Hello, kaiju lovers, and welcome to the Monster Island Film Vault, a podcast seeking entertainment and enlightenment through tokusatsu, I am your host, the curator of The Vault, Nathan Marchand, and today is a special bonus episode. For with me today is your favorite tokusatsu writer, Ben Chaffins. Welcome, Ben.
1: Thanks for having me, Nathan.
0: All righty. But you're here for a very special reason. You have a new book coming out. Yes, I do. Yeah, what's it called?
1: The book is called Discovering Tokusatsu. Interviews with the makers of Godzilla, Gamera, Ultraman, and other kaiju Iga.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I live and work here on Monster Island, so I've seen a lot of the things that you're talking about every day here at work, you know? So <laughs> this is <laughs> this is very exciting. So before we dive into this <laughs> No, Jimmy, it's all him. I didn't give him any research, okay? I mean, he probably could have consulted me if he wanted to, but hey, this is his book, his project. (laughs) I don't have to be involved with everybody, okay? Neither do you. (laughs) Okay, all right, Jimmy, yeah, I get it. You know, I did give one thing. I helped you come up with a title. I suggested a title, and he went with it, okay? That's as much as I've done. (laughs) Anyway... My first question to you, Ben, is who are you? Tell us a little bit about yourself, because as well-known as you are in the kaiju community, I'm sure there are people out there, including some of my listeners, who don't know who you are or your full backstory.
1: Well, a little bit of background about myself. I (laughs) I am a Kentucky boy. You I know, can tell. I, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 uh, I lived
0: only a little bit north of you. I'm from Indiana.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. So I actually did not join the online community until roughly 2013 when I discovered the 2014 American Godzilla film was soon to be coming out. And I ended up joining Godzilla Dash Movies and SciFi.com where I got to meet a now very good friend of mine, that being Jack Hutchins. Yes, uh, uh, I,
0: I had him on. As of this recording, I had Jack on very recently.
1: Yeah, he's, he's a very, very cool cat. he, Jimmy he got right into, right into a bar
0: fight with him, though. That was kind of
1: awkward. <laughs> well, you know, he, he he's bad for that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, continue.
1: He started writing these articles and stuff with, Information that I was actually unaware of. And just being able to get to know him and to talk all things tokusatsu, we just became friends from that point forward. And it, the old thing is, you know, you meet one person, then you'll meet 1,500 others. Yes. <laughs> <But, laughs> <laughs> uh, Trust
0: me, I have been learning that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this, uh, joining Twitter and all that is wasn't new for me, but when I launched the show and started using social media to promote the show and got more involved with people online, and I started meeting people in the community, other podcasters especially, uh, writers like yourself, and it's been wonderful.
1: (laughs) Yeah. My first uh, contribution to that website was the interview that I had with Yoko Higuchi on Shin Godzilla.
0: Yes, yeah, uh, I've gotten to know Yoko a little bit online.
1: Yeah, all, uh, he's he's also another cool person to chat with. You know, yeah. he's, he's, so, he's very laid back.
0: Okay, and so when was this first interview?
1: This first interview happened. Oh uh, God, I don't remember now. <laughs> uh, this happened shortly after I saw his announcement on Twitter about being involved with the movie. We shouldn't Yes. And it just, it entered my mind, you know, I was thinking, I wonder if he'd be interested in a interview. Mm-hmm. So it was uh, one in a million shot. I sent him a private message one day on Twitter asking if he would be interested in sharing his experiences about the movie. Sure enough, he got back with me He said, dude, I'd love to talk to you about this.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm guessing
0: <laughs> that was probably, I want to say probably 2015 ish. Because the movie came out in 2016. I, right. I don't remember exactly when they started production and what I forget what did Yoko do on that movie he's mentioned
1: it a few times I'm just trying to remember. he was just a production assistant okay. so he was he was mainly helping out with the special effects and then okay providing drinks and uh, food and everything else in between.
0: okay yeah. so that was your your big break, so to speak you know
1: <laughs> yeah that's that's where it all began.
0: Okay. And that was posted on what website? It was at Godzilla Movies dot com or was that sci fi?
1: Godzilla Movies dot com.
0: Okay. And from there, you, you were with that site for several years, if I remember correctly, because when you and I first connected, you were still with that site.
1: Yeah. I started writing after that interview. And then, of course, I ended up leaving Godzilla Movies and eventually joined. Sci-Fi Japan, where I currently right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Doing a lot of the same things that you were doing for Godzilla Dash Movies, right? Scoring interviews with people who've worked in the tokusatsu industry?
1: Correct. So, when it all started with Yoko, the next thing was Godzilla King of the Monsters, the 2019 film. Mm-hmm. And the same situation happened where I came across, let's say, five other people that were involved with the 2019 film, one was the extra that was cut from the movie. That being Xavier Frazier, he was the second interview that I was able to conduct and because of their non-disclosure agreement contracts, they really couldn't reveal too much about the movie until after it's release. So after Xavier Frazier, there was Alan Maxson.
0: Oh man.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alan Maxson was the right head of Ghidorah. We were having the interview before the movie released, but at the same time, there was questions I asked him that he couldn't answer strictly because that movie was not released yet. Yeah. So after the movie came out, you know, I was getting ready to finish up the interview with him until I met TJ Storm. Oh dude. (laughs) Who played Godzilla. And Before I got to, like I said, before I got to enter the finish the interview with Alan Maxson, I went ahead and started interviewing the guy that played Godzilla himself. And, you know, he was able to reveal what he could at this time because he had worked on the previous movie also as Godzilla. After we finished that interview, he made it very clear, don't share this until this movie releases. He said, it's only a couple of weeks. Do you think you can hold out? I said, well, yeah, of course. So I kept that interview private until the movie released. And the day after it released, that's when I published the interview with him. So, okay, the movie's out in theaters. And I moved back on to Alan Maxim and finished up the interview with him. But during that whole process from that stretch of 2018 to 2019, there was also Jason Lyles who. Uh, played George in the movie Rampage and <laughs> he was <laughs> he was also the middle head of Ghidorah, and he oh. also played he also played Rodan.
0: Oh really? I didn't know Rodan yeah. had been done with mocap. That's new f- information for me.
1: Yeah. Did did he just uh, do well, the
0: face or what?
1: No, he did the full motion capture. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. After Jason Miles, I discovered Richard Dorton. Now, Richard Dorton is the MoCat man. He's been doing MoCat for years now. As a matter of fact, I think he just celebrated his 20th year. Oh, wow. In, yeah. In MoCat. So, you know, being unaware of who these people were, I had to do some research before I started asking these questions. And I seen that Richard Dorton had over 100 video games under his belt where he did motion capture for characters and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I've got to make that part of the uh, intro for this guy. That way people are familiar with who he is. So post the interview with Alan Maxson. Then I post the interview with Jason Wiles, And then post the interview with Richard Dorton. Which Richard Dorton actually was... The guy that played the left head of Ghidorah, the one that (laughs) Kevin, yeah, (laughs) Kevin. They they named him. He's Kevin now.
0: (laughs) Well, it was uh, (laughs) it was actually the director who did that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and everybody he made this joke because
0: someone I remember seeing it. Someone on Twitter, I think it was a month or two before the movie came out, asked him, "Did you give names?" to all of the Ghidorah heads, and he said, yes, their names are Ichi, Ni, and San, a.k.a. Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) And it became this thing. (laughs) One of my first claims to fame, about a month or so before the podcast launched, I made this silly little video from when I had acquired a Blu-ray copy of King of the Monsters and was showing it off a little bit. And then made a joke about I, I zoomed in on what I thought was the proper head for Ghidorah. Zoomed in and talked about how everyone loved the movie because of Kevin. And yeah. someone actually tagged. Would you say it was a uh, Norton? Was you say was that his name? Yeah, yeah. Tagged him on Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, in the you know, for the video. And then he actually commented a few hours later, so I'm guessing he watched the video and he said, this is Kevin approved. (laughs) Yeah. It it made my day, to say the least.
1: (laughs) So once those interviews were published, I thought, well, what else can I do now? (laughs) As a writer,
0: I know that feeling.
1: (laughs) All right. So... I also managed to meet uh, another good friend of mine now, that man Matt Burkett, you know, he Mm -hmm. has his uh, YouTube channel, Monstrosities, the blog of Tokusop.
0: Yes. uh, I've watched it once or twice. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, more Uh, than once or twice. Yeah, I've seen a couple (laughs) of his videos, yeah.
1: Yeah, we we get a little carried away with, you know, doing the live streams and stuff. But uh, (laughs) he likes to brag about him buying a Shoescake and a beverage and then, uh, Rubbing it in my face, you know, how he got his business card. And I'm thinking, sure, man, you know, he just go ahead and rub it in my face. I see how you are. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I can't help but think that maybe he was also responsible for hooking me up with the next person that I interviewed. And this was like an end-all be-all for people to interview. That being Norman England. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, for those who aren't familiar with Norman England you know he has contributed a lot to the kaiju community his first movie set that he was not really on but was somewhat of, as a observer for was gamma 3 mm-hmm. and he was also involved with the entire millennium godzilla series so i thought okay This guy's got such a background with these movies. I've got so many questions to ask him. So I hit Norman up on Facebook one day. I was like, you know, hey, man, uh, I know you're busy. I know you got a lot going on. If you're not too busy at some point in time, you know, I'd like to be able to interview you if you are interested. And he finally got back with me. And he said, yeah, I'm wrapping up such and such how do you want to do the interview? I said, we can do it through email if that works for you. And sure enough, you know, that interview took off Mm -hmm. and getting the information that he revealed was just jaw dropping. And that was another very proud article that I published to Godzilla dash movies. There's a good chance that I may be able to re interview him more about his time on, Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, giant monsters, all out attack. I have to wait to see how busy he's going to be around this time next year,
2: mm-hmm.
1: because next year is the 20th anniversary of that film, oh, and that's I would like to true. do. Yes, yeah, I would like to do a special about it because it's one of the more relevant Godzilla films today.
0: I would definitely agree. <laughs> <laughs> your, your cohort, G-Man, wrote an article several years ago that the, saw something of a resurgence in interest uh, recently comparing GMK to Shin Godzilla, which was quite fascinating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he posted that article, and I recently went back to look at it just the other day, and it was already like almost 60,000-some people have read it, and I was like, wow. So. But-
0: don't get too jealous.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Jack, you know, he he, <laughs> he he gets to show me up a lot with this kind of stuff. So I was like, wow, you know, that's, that's awesome. That many people have looked into that. And, he, you know, he posted the, the uh, sources for that article, mm-hmm. which was something I thought was very interesting because you could actually click on the links that he provided in that article and you're like, Whoa, wow, wow. Jack knows what he's talking
0: about. Oh, yeah. I do that myself with the show notes for every episode. I list all of my sources, and if there are links to them, I include the links as well. So people can learn more because there's a lot of information out there about the movies or whatever topics that I want to bring up in connection to the movies. Far more than what I could cover in a single podcast episode. Oh, yeah. So all of that being said, so you've had a lot of high-profile interviews with people who've worked in the film industry, both in Hollywood and in Japan. So what led you to write a book? Because it is a little bit of a jump to go from essentially being a journalist to then becoming an author. Where did the germ of that idea come from?
1: Well, it wasn't peer pressure or anything like that. It's just, you know, when you look at people that have written books like uh, Steve Rifle, Ed Gottschewski, August Ragone, Kevin Derendorf, and John LeMay, Mm -hmm. what got me was the fact that I wanted to follow in their footsteps, but I knew I wasn't going to make a book like what they had made. So I wanted to do something a little bit different with my book compared to those that have already put a lot of information out there in their books so it just it dawned on me i said you know what i'm going to make this book and as you already know nathan Mm -hmm. the book was originally going to be titled my journey through tokusatsu Mm -hmm. and i gotta thank you for helping me come up with the title of the book and just to let you know you are an acknowledgement <laughs> and you
0: are, hey, thank you, sir.
1: <laughs> and you, you are in the uh, conclusion of the book. I made a little sentence about you know how you uh, helped me out with the uh, title of the book. so
0: Yes, he's stroking my ego. Leave me alone.
1: Is Jimmy getting a little jealous?
0: <laughs> uh, I think he might be <laughs> Hey, keep your finger off that button. The, the focus of this conversation is Ben, not you or me for
1: that matter. <laughs> All right. Knowing that I wanted to write a book about my own little personal journey, I figured, okay, I'll not really put my whole life story into it, but I will explain how I came on to the online community and how these interviews came to be.
0: Okay. See, yeah. I, I, I guess I had... Misunderstood exactly what the the book was. I thought this was actually going to be your most popular or most important interviews compiled into a book, but no, you're well, actually saying it's more about your personal journey in the fandom as a fan and getting to all of these interviews. Correct. All
1: right. Even then, with the uh, with each chapter, it's 19 chapters. I also explain a little information about each of the movies as far as leading up to the interviews.
0: All right. Are there a couple of tidbits from the book that you could share with us and everyone else here on Monster Island and everybody who's going to listen to the podcast version of this episode? So a little teaser (laughs) of what we could expect reading the book.
1: Uh, A little tease that I can give is Some stuff like how Shin Godzilla was already predetermined back in 2013. Mm -hmm. Ultraman, The Next, and Nexus.
0: (laughs) I know you love love
1: those. (laughs) Yes, I do. My my favorite TV
0: show. (laughs) I was going to say, if if Ultraman The Next and Ultraman Nexus was looking for a stan, you are that (laughs) stan. (laughs)
1: Well, that's the thing. That interview with Yuichi Kikuchi is an exclusive to the book because that is not available. Correct. Who is
0: this guy? Because I'm sure not everyone knows who he is.
1: Yuichi Kikuchi is the special effects director of... Ah. Yes. So I was actually hooked up with him by uh, Hiroto Yokokawa. Now, Hiroto Yokokawa is the director of... Nezra, 1964, the upcoming tokusatsu film that's set to release in December in Japan this year. It's the uh, giant rat movie.
0: Yeah, uh, Isn't that actually more about people trying to make that movie? I'm a little yeah, confused it, on
1: that. <laughs> the interview with Hiroto is basically what his plans were on how to make the movie, how much the budget was. We also talked about uh, Yuki Jiro... The uh, actor that is most famously known for his comedic roles in the uh, Gamera trilogy of the 90s.
0: Oh, yeah. Was he the the cop?
1: No, he was, I don't want to say professor. He was Osaka. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, he was a cop. He was a cop in uh, number two, actually. Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah, or a security guard.
0: Okay. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we We talked about him for a little bit. He also explained to me about taking the model of Nezra, and how they uh, basically made the suit and stuff with it. Mm-hmm. I asked Hiroto one day, I said, do you know anybody that may have worked on Ultraman the next that would be interested in having an interview? He said, yeah, I know Yuichi Kikuchi, who is the special effects director. He is a good acquaintance of mine. The minute he said that, I I fell out of my chair. I was like, "Oh my god!" (laughs) You know,
0: (laughs) yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I get to interview somebody who worked on my favorite movie.
1: Yeah. really. (laughs) (laughs) So that interview with uh, Yuichi Kikuchi being exclusive to the book to drop a little tease about that. One of the questions I asked him about Ultraman the next, you know, the production aspects, his response was like three paragraphs long.
0: (laughs) Did you do this interview over email? Yes. Okay. So he typed out three paragraphs just to answer one question. Dang, you must have had a lot to say. Yeah. So is this book a combination of personal stories and interviews, or is that the only interview that's going to be in it?
1: (laughs) Well, You know, it's the personal journey and how these interviews came to be. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, you, get, you got the 19 chapters to look at. Mm-hmm. So each chapter is its own interview and its own different movie or even TV series. Okay. Yeah.
0: I think I may know the answer to this already, but well, which chapter is your favorite? All of them. Oh, all of them. See, that's a good response.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I I got to talk with Yoko. You know, he was the first person I interviewed and he, you know, was involved with my second favorite Godzilla movie. So that meant a lot to me then. And it still does today. Mm -hmm. But when I scored the interview with Yuichi Kikuchi, I thought, okay, maybe this is where everything stops. (laughs) I thought this this was going to be the last guy I ever got to interview. And I wanted to make it as good and as detailed as I possibly could, but... It wasn't the last one. Needless to say, more and more piled up. As of right now, I have three more interviews lined up to the side. Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought about including them in this book, but I said, no, because if I need to do a second edition, I can add them then. Oh, there you or, go. Yeah. Or if I wanted to make another book and put those interviews in it, that would be a possibility too.
0: Mm-hmm. So... I'm assuming that a a lot of the people you've interviewed have been Japanese. So do you have to work with a translator, an interpreter, when you're doing these interviews? Or do your interviewees know enough English that they're able to communicate with you? Or do you have someone translate their responses?
1: Well, I have actually been studying the Japanese language since 2016. So knowing what little Japanese I do know, I was able to make the translations out myself. Oh, wow. However, there was some uh, kanji that they had put in their responses that I was a little bit unfamiliar with. So I had to use Google Translate just to make sure I was getting (laughs) that little bit right.
0: Wow. I've done some similar things. I asked John LeMay once while I was doing research for a g-fest panel and they said what are some good places i could go to to get information because you know john seems to know all the places to go to for this stuff he has a lot of connections and he said i go to japanese wikipedia and use the translate feature on i think it was chrome to translate it and i'm like really okay and i went and tried it and i will tell you google translates a little weird <laughs> some of those things <laughs> came out kind of odd <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and that, that's the hard thing, too, about the Japanese language because one thing in Japanese can mean like three things in English.
0: Yep. I mean, uh, uh, just uh, for example, you know, Shin in Shin Godzilla. I think I've heard at least four different possible translations for Shin in that title, all of which, <laughs> to one level or another, could be applicable.
1: <laughs> all right. right.
0: You know, because it could be new, it could be God. I, some person even said that it could be translated as evil. And I'm just like, okay, <laughs> this title might be genius because, or it could also mean true. I mean, so I mean, there's a lot that, yeah. a lot of possibilities.
1: <laughs> I'm sure that John Lemay listens to your podcast, correct? I
0: know he's listened to some, uh, at least some of it. Uh, I don't know how many episodes he's actually listened to.
1: Okay, well, if he happens to listen to this one, John, I need to thank you from the bottom of my heart for not only helping out with lending a hand and making the PDF of this book, but for also making that beautiful, simplistic book cover.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. The cover is nice.
1: Yes, it uh, took my breath away when I I looked at it when he sent it to me.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. I can tell you from my own experience that getting the cover for your book from the publisher or whatnot after they've done it is very exciting. I will never forget when that happened for me the first time. Yeah, that's a very exciting moment. So, when will the book be out?
1: I will actually be submitting the PDFs to Amazon on July 29th and I'm hoping that if all goes according to plan i can get a august release.
0: So you are self publishing this? Correct. All right. Yeah, i've i've done self publishing work as well. So i know all about that. <laughs> the you got to do a lot of stuff yourself and i don't think people appreciate the amount of hard work that needs to go into making a good self published book. I mean, there's a lot of self published books out there, but the, the cream always rises to the top, and the best ones require the most work. And yeah, so, the I mean, I know you've had people edit the book for you. You had John do the cover. Have you done everything else for it, the interior design and all of that?
1: John actually helped out with the interior design. Okay. But, yeah, everything else that is in that book is my own.
0: Okay. That's exciting. So we should probably be seeing it around August. The podcast version of this episode should be out around the time that you actually submit the final PDF, so it'll be perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> so can we expect there to be a future book from Mr. Chaffins?
1: Well, I would like to make the first-ever English book on the Gamma series.
0: Yes, please do. <laughs> 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 I, I want there to be something in English that's like the David Cowlett book on the Godzilla movies, but about Gamera. Because that would come uh, in very handy for me on this podcast.
1: But the the thing that may be the roadblock with that book would be Katakawa. Because they own the rights to Gamma mm-hmm. as of right now. And say I go to publish this book without the approval of them. Mm-hmm. Who's to say, hey, you know, they're going to see that and say, you need to stop publishing this book now, and you're going to get sued.
0: Yeah, there are times I'm amazed that David Callet was able to get his Godzilla book published.
1: Well, there was a similar thing that happened, happened with uh, Edgar Gottschewski back in uh, about 1994, 1995, with his book, The Illustrated Encyclopedia of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. There was only a thousand copies to my understanding, that were sold. And I've heard various things about why it had to be stopped, one of which that I was heard was that Toho themselves stepped in and said, you need to stop this.
0: Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Although, I would say it might bode well for you considering how generous Katakawa has been with Arrow Video with their upcoming Blu-ray
1: set. So maybe they that would be it. willing
0: to be generous with you. <laughs>
1: Well, they don't know me either, and besides that, that's a <laughs> yes. That's, that's a distribution company.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is true, <laughs> but still, I would jump at that book as soon as you had it published. I mean, you you have a guaranteed sale <laughs> with that with that Gamera book as soon as you get it done, man. <laughs> I have a bit of a reputation for doing copious amounts of research for every episode of my podcast. You should hear Jimmy's stories about the amount of time that I spend researching. And then he does his own research for his blogs and stuff like that. But So I yeah. know all about it. <laughs> I'm sure you, you know, you've done a very similar thing yourself with this book and with all the work that you've been doing on all of these multiple websites. So Uh, One last thing. I know the book is your your big focus right now, but what will be the next interview or article or whatnot that you have on Sci-Fi Japan?
1: Well, I have a couple of interview articles already submitted to Keith Aiken of Sci-Fi Japan. And one of the last ones that I'm sorry, there was two of them that actually recently just went up. That was the interview with Akira Ohashi on the Heisei Gamma Trilogy about his suit acting career with the gamma suits and stuff. hmm And the other one that recently went up was with Minoru Kawasaki on his new upcoming movie, that being Monster Seafood Wars. Or as, <laughs> they say, or as they say in Japan, uh Kaiju Gourmet.
0: <laughs> My comment when someone posted about that on Twitter was, this remake of Space Amoeba is weird. <laughs> yeah i have a feeling we'll be covering that one on the podcast at some point or another
1: (laughs) yeah but one of the other big interviews that i submitted to keith was the uh interview that i had with shizo nakajima on the legendary wolfman versus godzilla project yes
0: Yes, that I, I keep seeing clips of it, but it's like Gamera 4. I feel like it'll never see the light of day at this rate.
1: All right. Now, the thing with this interview, this article is actually in full English as opposed to the other Japanese interviews, mm-hmm. and that's because Shizo actually knows very good ja- or English mm-hmm. with uh, this stuff. Uh, so I hit him up on uh, Facebook one day, and I asked him if I had permission to use some of the uh, photos that he had been sharing. And he said, yes, absolutely, you can use these. So when that article will go up, I'm not sure. It should go up any day, unless Keith hasn't reviewed it just yet.
0: Mm-hmm. It's exciting times, man. <laughs> you have so many great connections in the industry and in this community. I'm, I'm astonished every time... You're you know, posting on social media about a new interview that you've scored and, and all of that. I'm a tiny bit jealous, I got to say.
1: <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not to make a name for myself at all. It's really? Me, all right? It's me giving back to the kaiju community themselves. Mm-hmm. Now, whether people you know like me or not, that's uh, whatever situation. But I wanted to do something. That needed to be done, and that was get out and get this information and put it out there so that people were aware of it. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there has been a few people that I have reached out to to see if I could do an interview, and one of three uh, one of three things happened: they either ignored me, never got back with me, or just politely said no thanks. Mm-hmm. Two of them, which were uh, Shinji Higuchi and Shusuke Kaneko. Yeah, I'm a little bummed about that. Yeah, uh,
0: I've met both of them, and the thanks to G Fest and Shinji Yaguchi, is he's wild man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's got some uh, interesting stories to tell.
1: Yeah, I shot Shinji Yaguchi, the message. Never heard anything. I recently contacted Kaneko and was telling him, you know, hey, your Godzilla movies twentieth anniversary is coming up. I'd like to do a special about it. Would you be interested in being uh, interviewed about it? Still haven't heard anything. Hmm. But yet, Kaneko and I are friends on Facebook. (laughs) So I don't know if he's just playing really hard to get or what. I don't know. I don't know what to tell (laughs) you, man.
0: (laughs) So one last question before we wrap this up. Who would be your dream interview? Like if you could have... The interview to end all interviews for you, who would it be?
1: Oh, man. Huh. Wow. Uh, there's so many, Nathan. Why would you ask that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I'm a terrible person.
1: <laughs> well, I would want to. Oh, man. You've got me thinking here. I don't like thinking.
0: <laughs> Don't think too I would, hard.
1: I actually, <laughs> I would actually say uh, either one of them two—you know, Kaneko or Higuchi—just to uh, interview one of those two about their work with the Gamma movies, their work with the Godzilla movies, etc. If I could score an interview with either one of those two, that's when I would say, "Okay, I am done with Godzilla. I am done with Gamma. <laughs> now, with Ultraman or even Super Sentai." That's a different story.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've got some interviews lined up for those as well?
1: Not quite yet. I'm trying my hardest to get in touch with those involved with the Super Sentai series, like Zoo Ranger and Go you know, Say Sentai Die Ranger. I'm trying my hardest to get in touch with somebody that was involved with them. And I don't see this ending anytime soon, but. I would like to be able to interview people that were involved with the Ultraman series just
0: of course. From, begin-
1: from the very beginning, even if it's, you know, ultra cute. I'd like to start somewhere there. If I had to do it, like what the milk Creek is doing right now, do old, new, old, new. I'd, I'd love that too.
0: Or reissue old right now, because <laughs> as of this Broadcast. They just announced that they're reissuing a best of for OG Ultraman that includes both the original Japanese and the dub. And they're including this never before released in the US special that was done to bridge the gap between Ultra Q and Ultraman. Yeah, so (laughs) I'm kind of wondering what Mill Creek thinks they're doing sometimes. But who am I to question what they're doing? They're giving all of us loads of new content.
1: I know a little bit of ins and outs with that as to what's going on there, but unfortunately, I cannot say anything. So, Yeah.
0: Uh, Like my intrepid producer, he knows a lot, but he can't tell me any of it. Like, how he survived the war in space, he still refuses to tell me how he did it. (laughs) Yeah. So, at the moment, my theory is power of the retcon, and he just rolls with that. All right, so... The book again is Discovering Tokusatsu and should be out in August. So, Ben, any closing thoughts for us? Anything else that you know, people should know? Where can people find you online? How about that?
1: People can find me online on Twitter at The Big Bad Ben 90. They can find me on Instagram also at The Big Bad Ben 90. They can find me on Facebook. My full name, Benjamin Chaffins. I have my ugly profile picture up there you know of my, <laughs> <laughs> myself so beware <laughs> and, and,
0: uh, <laughs> or you can watch that face live on monstrosities you know you've been on there a couple of times
1: <laughs> i also have a article out on the 14 uh, minute short godzilla film that released at the uh, super I museum back in 2019 mm-hmm, my article with that is pinned on my website section with uh, Twitter. You can also just go to Sci-Fi Japan and look for the Godzilla Pierce and Tsukagawa article. That's a good read for fans across the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, that's, that's it.
0: All right. And uh, obviously you're still writing for Sci-Fi Japan, so everyone should keep an eye on that website for whenever you have another interview article or what or whatever uh, dropping there, right? Right. All righty. Tell you what, Ben, since you're really hoping to get that Gamera book done, how about once we're done broadcasting here, well, Jimmy and I, we can introduce you to Gamera. He's here on the island. You'll get some firsthand information <laughs> to include in that book. Please well, do. <laughs> All righty. Well, thank you once again, Ben, for joining us here today. So without further ado, cue credits. Thank you for listening to the Monster Island Film Vault, a podcast produced and hosted by Nathan Marchand. If you enjoy the show and want to join the discussion, we'd love to hear from you. So email us at feedback at monsterislandfilmvault.com. Your message could be read on a future episode of the show. Our website is monsterislandfilmvault.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Monster Island Film Vault and on Twitter where our handle is the Monster Isla One. You can also follow Jimmy from NASA on Twitter at NASA Jimmy. I have fulfilled my contractual obligations. The podcast logo was created by Tyler Souls from tylerdrawscomics.com. Our theme song is Wanderer on the Offensive, live edited by B33J, Sarax, Juan Medrano, and Nonsensical Lexus, which is a remix of Counterattack, Battle with the Colossus and The Open Way Battle with the Colossus by Ko Otani from the video game Shadow of the Colossus. Can be downloaded from ocremix.org. All film and audio clips belong to their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended or implied. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and other fine podcasters. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to spread the word about the show. You can also support MIFV on Patreon. The Monster Island Film Vault is a Moonlighting Ninjas media production. Sayonara!